Welcome back to another episode of Marvel's Pack Fresh Podcast with Sketchcard Hive, Spidey Jew09, Elusive Collectibles, and Ginger Man Carts. You can find us on all social media platforms. Just type in Marvel's Pack Fresh. And we really hope you enjoy Marvel Pack Fresh content. Welcome back to another episode of Marvel's Pack Fresh Podcast with just Two of us today, uh, Spidey Jew zero <laughs> nine. Welcome, and uh, obviously me, Ginger Man Cards. Hope you're all super well. We yeah. invite you to join us uh, with the, the latest Marvel card news and join the pack. Have some fun. Comment down below in the live chat. All that good stuff. How you doing, Spidey? Man, I'm good. You know, I'm gonna miss Sketch Card and Elusive. Maybe, maybe they'll jump on. But uh, Gingy, you're enough, man. I just need <laughs> to know that. I'm not. It means uh, I have to talk more on sketch card, which is going to be hard. So <laughs> that is that's a that's a tall task, and so it's I can't do it. Uh, it's it's quite the space to fill up. But look, you know, with when we're talking Marvel cards, we can fill some space. We can, we can indeed. Um, so I mean, uh, oh, who's in the house? Oh, Hi, marvelous packs, straight marvelous on packs. Yeah. Good night. Good. <laughs> you going to sleep straight away by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah. Do you want to share like why you're? Uh, yeah. Why am I standing up? up? Yeah. So for those who are watching live on the uh, streams, uh, I am not sitting in my chair because if I sit in my chair, I would likely fall asleep. Being that uh, some some buddies and I hit Instagram live last night, and uh, my daughters were in a talent show and uh, they did really well. One of my daughters actually won one thousand dollars. Uh, singing oh, wow and so it was like midnight when we got home and because of you know for those who don't know this is x-men metal epac week uh because of x-men metal epac and the work that i've been putting on that i haven't put out a video uh really this week any content so i was recording and at like 12 30 i get a message from a good buddy ian mr cards of metal himself and yeah. he uh he's like hey i just opened four boxes on epac and it was all trash he literally got the same pink twice pink parallel twice he's like so i'm gonna rage rip my physical boxes that i have left <laughs> do you want to jump on and watch and uh and we did and next thing i know it's 3 30 in the morning and they still had not hit the case hits and so we just kept going until the case was finished and next thing you know uh sun was up it was 6 a.m so only about three hours sleep today so I'm going to stand up to make sure my energy is good and that I don't fall asleep in the chair. <laughs> Love it. Hey, look, yeah. look, Scandal was there. Yawn. Yeah. Yeah, I, Scandal was there. Yeah, I saw, I saw you all. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I saw you all on the live this morning. I was like, what? Yeah, it's Scandal, like Scandal 9 o'clock my time. <laughs> yeah, that was 9 o'clock your time and we're still going. Yeah, yes. what's going on? Scandal uh, hit, a, hit a massive sketch of Magneto. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah I saw. I saw. Um so yeah, what's up, Scandal? What's up, Adam? Adam. Trading to watch. That's awesome. Sweet, man. Maybe you can make a trade in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Probably down. get faster response times than some of these guys on EPAC. Gosh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Doom Card was there. He was there the whole time. Yeah, Doom Card. Yeah. Uh, Miles, congrats, Spider, on being reacquainted with Magneto again. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell that story in a minute. Yeah, definitely. That was fun stuff. Uh, Doom card, what's up, y'all? I'm drinking so much coffee. It sounds like a lot of people oh, hanging. How hanging do I today. not have a cup of coffee? I, I was just thinking, like, keep drinking water, keep your eyes clear. That's, that's <laughs> chugging water. Love it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're watching, guys, please do comment in the chat. See what's going on. See what you guys are up to. Have you been on EPAC? I'm sure many of you have. Yeah, tell us your EPAC highs and lows. Yeah, tell yeah, tell us your highs and lows. I'll go first because yeah, <laughs> mine's very boring. And um, <laughs> yeah, so many of you may know, but I I actually bought my first ever EPAC pack of uh, 2020 X Men Metal. And uh, it was very disappointing. <laughs> but I enjoyed opening the pack. Like I get, I get like the the whole. I don't know. I get the whole kind of feeling around it. It's mm-hmm. quite addictive. <laughs> um, but a lesson learned for me. Like you know, I'm not made of money. <laughs> you know that cost me a, a number of dollars. Good fun, learned a lot, but yeah, it's uh, I only got <laughs> literally base cards, and I think there was one other card, but I can't remember what it was. So yeah, nothing interesting at all. But it's so funny, yeah. You, you mentioned the gambling aspect. So I bought my first ever case on EPAC, which is like three thousand dollars, basically. Okay, wow. So you're clicking, and you know, normally when you're opening up cards in kind of a physical format you're appreciating the cards, you know, as you pull them. But on EPAC, you're just chasing the hit. And that's what I noticed, like, two or three boxes in. I'm like, I'm not even appreciating this card, so I'm just clicking as fast as I can. Click, 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 click. And that, I'll be just be real with you. Don't gamble. I play poker once a year. It's $10 buy-in. It's just just not my thing. Um, (laughs) And But I, I went to the boat once in my life put 20 bucks in and that's exactly what it reminded me of was that that feeling and even the sounds and the effects yeah. are pretty are pretty similar to that uh to that kind of casino feel so it's definitely it's Huge definitely a bit of epac gambling yeah what's up marvel slack stackers i thought it said slackers <laughs> yeah that's what's a lucid sketch card because they're not here they're slacking this morning um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah doomcast says epac is a grind i don't know how you'll do this mate i don't i'm the same as you like i'm <laughs> I'm staying well away from it personally, but um, <laughs> as uh, Spidey just said, you've gone quite hard, haven't you? Yeah, so I've um, bought, I think it's a total of 12, 9, and 4, um, whatever that math is, uh, boxes. And so, uh, but I had a, had a bit of a plan going into it. There's, yeah. you know, there are definitely people who prepare for EPAC, plan for EPAC. It's, it's something that they intend to do. They have a, a tons of intentionality. And the way in which they attack the set, mm-hmm. the achievements, or whatever, and they love it and look forward to it, and they hit big cards and they do their trades, and uh, it's kind of like you know their three day, four day grind, and then they're out. You know that's what that's what they like to do. Um, I think it's you know I think it's uh, it's fun if you can afford it and that's your plan. If not, uh, you know it's it can be it can be can be pretty painful. Yeah say that again like yeah so i'm i've been i like to view like what's going on uh, especially in the facebook groups um my god there's some serious serious attention going on there like people trying to swap uh trade sorry Mm -hmm. trying to get their complete set of whatever it is they're collecting my god this is the first for me this is the first epac release that i've seen start to finish major release yeah 
and understood yeah. like what's going on. So yeah, it's been crazy to see. But yeah, people people are mad. <laughs> well, well, Black Diamond hit so hard and fast. I don't think people could really take it in and absorb it. Yeah, you know, probably like they will this. Uh, X Men Metal will be on EPAC for some time. It's not selling yeah. out quickly, and that's intentional on Upper Deck's part. Uh, but I got a funny story, okay, to, to share with you about EPAC achievements. So mm. um, there's a number of achievements. We're not going to go through them all here. Uh, they're on the achievement page in inside of Upper Deck. And if you don't know what an achievement is, they give you this task. You complete the task, and you get a card that you can't pull out of the pack. So it can be pretty special uh, depending on how difficult it is to pull. If you guys remember all the hubbub around the gold one-of-one Old Man Logan that, you know, sold on eBay for 69000 It really didn't. <laughs> Ended up being this whole thing. But that that was an achievement card. Someone achieved that, uh, met the achievement and got that card. So I was like, you know what? I'm collecting the palladiums. Like, I'm going to have them in a binder. So I'm going to go ahead and go for the full 50 palladiums. And that way I can, it's like dual work. I'm going to get the cards that I need while also completing the achievement. And I misread the achievement. I'm thinking like, I'm thinking only 50 people can get this achievement. And I'm watching this, I'm watching the cl it climb like from 36 to 40 to 42. And then yesterday, like while I'm with my family, I see it's at 48. And I'm like in a panic, <laughs> excuse me, I'm not in this panic, trying to get the last cards that I need for this achievement. And I realized it's at 49. And then I'm like, I put a post on the Marvel I saw, yeah. Um, group and I'm like, I'll trade a geode for this one. <laughs> these, <laughs> these last few that I need, please help me before this achievement gets completed and I won't be able to do it. And uh, as I was putting in the last card, I realized that I was looking at how many of the cards I had actually obtained and how many I had left to go. So every time I got a card, it was going down and down and down. So when it was at 49, I thought there was only one more person that could achieve it. It was actually that. I needed one more card to complete the achievement. I was totally misreading it. It was not a race against the clock. You, it's actually unlimited amount of people that can, ah. can get that achievement. So I was in a panic for like three hours yesterday trying to complete that. So uh, uh, do better than me. Don't just glance at the achievement, you know, uh, guidelines. I actually read every word. So <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned there, though. That's cool. Yeah, but I got a sweet Magneto that's a gold bullion, mm. which I think is going to be like a geode. Uh, I think that's how it's going to come to me. So I'm excited about that. That is sick. That is sick. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Scandal says I'm done buying metal packs, boxes, cases. <laughs> I've heard that before, Scandal. Same. I've heard yeah. that before. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> too many tra traders not responding. Yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, I've I've not been in that position, but Spider, you, I would imagine you spoken to a couple of people they don't get back very quickly yeah it's, it's tough because when you're chasing cards that there's only one or two even available on epac or one pops up when it is available yeah you know you're trying to strike while the iron's hot um because you want to go ahead and secure these rare uh low numbered or or difficult to, to obtain cards and you know like you see these people have they bought like 2000 x-men metal cards so you know they're active but you get nothing like yeah. not a no, not a maybe, not a comeback later, not heck no or heck yes. Like you get nothing and it, it just kind of paralyzes you because you, you don't Stop. want to pursue another trade Yeah, that you might actually trade away a card that's inside of that trade while it's active. 
Because if you do, it voids the trade and then you might miss out on the card. Mm. Um, it, it would be much better if they had some type of, you know, easier to communicate chatting system or way to know if somebody's active or whatever. I just wish people would lock up the cards they don't want to trade. And that way, what is available, you believe is for trade. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, I didn't buy any e-packs. Uh, we will wait until they hit Com C. I like to buy cheap. Yeah, like 200 bucks, maybe maybe less than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is I like, nailed that. You nailed it, dude. It's so good. So, so good. Um, yeah, no, look, if you're if you're intentional about what you want to buy, like you only want this card, that card, yeah, don't don't try to chase it randomly by open packs. Yeah. Uh, you know, for it, sure. It, yeah, there'll be a hell of a lot of stuff coming up in Com mm-hmm. C. Sure. But see, he lives in Vegas, so he's got all kinds of other ways to to gamble. Some of us <laughs> yeah. live in North Louisiana, and it's only E-Pack. That's all we got. Yeah, true. Uh, scandal, <laughs> EPAC, yeah, retroverse. How you doing, mate? Uh, EPAC's taking up 24 hours of my life, yeah. Like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, <laughs> I've also seen some posts in uh, in some of the Facebook groups. Like, this is just to let you know, <laughs> you know, you don't have to do this, you don't have to continue. Um, if you don't have the money, as we've already mentioned, don't do it. <laughs> I've seen a lot of those, uh, kind of statuses. Right. Facebook as well, which is interesting. Yeah, not everybody's playing in the same sandbox. And so uh, yeah. but that's actually one thing that I really like about this hobby is there's multiple ways to approach collecting cards. Uh, we've heard it just in a few minutes here in the chat about the way people, um, you know, find what they want, get what they want. EPAC is just a part of it. You don't have to participate. You're not going to miss out by not participating. Seriously, you're not. Um I mean, I've spent most of my, you know, recent modern collecting by doing it not on EPAC and got really good cards. So don't yeah. you don't think that you have to do that. So 100%. if that's what's if that's what's driving you to EPAC is kind of the the fear of missing out. Uh, you know, that's that's not good. Yeah, and this is why you're watching this. This is a cool down zone. <laughs> yeah, th- that's right. Yeah, this is our cool down episode, and. I'll tell you what's really cool if you can avoid the FOMO aspect of it is enjoying what watching what other people pull. Like just yeah. take some joy out of it. Uh appreciate it. Be thankful for, you know for what they pull. And then if it's a card you want, pursue it. See if you can't have a chance to get it. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh Scandell says, I strongly urge folks to have a exit plan from EPAC. Uh the longer you linger, the more you'll spend. Yeah, very true. So um, I would tell you like my exit plan actually evolved a little bit here and, and it did because I actually hit a card that I was not anticipating on having. Uh, you want to show that real quick? Let's do it. All right. So guys, okay. uh, uh, most of you here, you know, we're, we're a, a tight knit community already know this, but uh, uh, I hit a really special card uh, was not something that I thought I would have access to. You can see it here. This is actually me um, in my first box, third pack, into a case, hit the gold uh, number to 15, 14 out of 15 uh, Wolverine. Incredible. Which, it, which is this at this point was only the second one I've seen and still is. If there's another one that's been hit, I haven't seen it. And so um, this, 
this definitely changed my exit strategy, uh, especially in the same case, I actually hit the copper Wolverine as well. Really? So, mm -hmm, in the same case. I didn't case. know that. And so wow. once you're holding the gold and the copper, it's like, okay, <laughs> the, uh, you, you got, if you're not selling, you got to go ahead and get the, the platinum and the, uh, the aluminum. Uh, the aluminum obviously is a lot easier to acquire than the platinum. So I had to, yeah. I had to kind of develop another strategy to get the platinum, which is numbered out of 49. No. Yeah. 49. So there's not a lot of them. So, um, you put it in perspective, there's, there's a, 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 a good board. What's it? Periodic. Yeah. There's a purely periodic Wolverine blue yep. that's numbered to 66 and it sells for like 900 bucks or excuse me. That's what people are asking for. I don't think it's worth that. That's my two cents. But anyway, <laughs> people value them because they're low number Wolverine cards. The red PMG numbered to 99, 500 bucks. So to, for me to get the platinum, um, uh, not the platinum, the, uh, yeah, no, the platinum aluminum planet metal, uh, the platinum planet metal, um, I had to have a strategy. And so that, that did change, change that when I hit this card. So if, if you've got a plan going forward now. Yeah, I've already got the platinum. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm actually developing my exit strategy. Before we got on to the channel today, mm -hmm. I moved all the cards that I want to ship home into my shipment. Yeah. And I'm now developing a plan to either trade my way into a few cards or have a sales post. Yeah. And prior to uh, people already know, prior to um, all of these cards being released, what was your, was there something you were hunting? Yeah. No, to be honest? such a great question. Um, I was hunting the dark phoenix uh gold planet metal which is just like the wolverine yeah and um i was hunting a spider-man buyback ah uh, love it awesome cards spider-man buyback is numbered out of 10 yeah um a lot of people don't know this but i have secured that card i actually, sec actually secured it uh was it before the gold wolverine no, it wasn't. It was the next next day. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Latest update there. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Well played. Yeah. Happy for you. I am happy. So that'll uh, that'll be revealed maybe later. But uh Yeah. And then last night, um grabbed six packs while our, you know, as we were previously talking about, uh cards of metal was opening up physical boxes. I grabbed six packs. It was probably four AM. And um, <laughs> let me grab something. <laughs> so for those who, who know this card, the, the Gambit Green PMG was one of two replacement cards for a Green PMG Magneto that uh, was damaged, had a, had a big dent in the top left corner uh, on the surface. Sent it up to deck. They gave me the replacement cards. The replacement cards 4X to the value of the Green Magneto. Uh, very thankful, very blessed. And in the fourth pack last night, I hit the green Magneto PMG again for the second time. Uh, eight of 10. So that's some, that's some spidey juju magic. That was uh, me just throwing away money at 4 a.m. There, no, there was no plan, no strategy, just uh, 
having fun, staying awake, and and hit uh, hit that cart again. Crazy! What a story! Mm-hmm. Honestly, you can't make this up. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we did make a lot of jokes about the car just being really attracted to me and, you know, had to make a way, <laughs> let's make its way back to, to me. Love it. Um, uh, Retrofest says, if I get all the Palladium set, I won't bother. Again, it's way too time consuming. I'm hearing the same thing from Well, the, the good news on the Palladiums is that <laughs> you don't have to rush like I thought I did. There's not a race against the clock. If you achieve yeah. it, you achieve it. You get it. So, um, and that's really important because you're going to see these achievement cards pop up for sale. If you don't take time to think through like what's the real value based on the difficulty of the achievement and the value of the cards that people had to acquire to achieve them. The, like example, the geode achievement I think is pretty special because the Deadpool and the Magneto, they sell for five, seven, eight hundred dollars Yeah. Just those two cards. And you yeah. have to have them, and you have to have them on EPAC to complete the achievement. So that means that achievement card is going to have a lot less rarity, and depending on the character on the card, can have a tremendous value. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you think um, not to t- not yeah. to turn this into I don't know PMG kind of episode, but uh, mm-hmm. like you've got PMGs, you've got achievement cards. Mm-hmm. Where do they sit in your in, in your eyes? Like well. Because one's harder to get. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look. You, you look. Go back to the gold. Uh, old man Logan. Yeah. You had to collect the entire green PMG set on EPAC, and only one person could achieve that, and one person did, and that card, you know, was released. And yeah. who knows? Who knows the real value? But it's likely a lot. It's Wolverine, and it's a great image of Old Man Logan as well. So you know, if achievement cards were numbered they would they would um they might would even go north of some pmgs but they're not they're not numbered we know they're we know they can be rare but because they're not numbered it just has a psychological impact on the confidence of a buyer and a seller because you don't know exactly how many there are example um yeah (laughs) excuse me example it's rumored that the 2017 Flare Ultra Spider-Man patterns, that they're numbered around, they're actually only about 50 of each or so. Some people have done the math. I don't know, maybe 150. But if that's true, that puts them up there with the blues. And I got a Spider-Man pattern for $85, where a a blue Spider-Man from 2017 sells for $10,000. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 100%. And, And so... It doesn't have the words PMG on, on the achievement, and it's not numbered. And when you're missing those two things, people lose a lot of confidence in what the value would be. Hmm. Love it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, which of us? <laughs> Charles, everyone. <laughs> yeah, let's turn everything into PMG. <laughs> says uh, says stacking gems with his Spider-Man. PSA <laughs> <laughs> 9. There's also one other thing I was thinking about that, no one's really talked about like written house rewards or exclusives mm-hmm. and things like this. I don't know. I um, I don't know enough research, but I find well, things like that interesting when we're talking about like EPAC achievements and things. They're not really looked at. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're looking at when when you're looking at value and the concepts of value, you got to have a willing buyer, willing seller acting in their own best interests yeah. with knowledge. 
as part of the definition. And that with knowledge is really important because yeah. I might see some Rittenhouse achievement card and go, oh, that's a Wolverine, that's a Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll do it. But if I don't have the knowledge of what makes it special, you're not going to see that reflected in any offer that I make for the card. And both parties also have to have the knowledge for it to be a true value sell. Yeah. And that's really difficult in the Marvel space right now. Like I was looking at stacking gems, excuse me, sorry, stacking. I'm always thinking about you. I was looking at uh, pancake analytics uh, <laughs> post on Instagram this morning. Yeah. Follow him. If you're not following amazing guy, amazing content, but he, he was showing charts and graphs of sales of actual sales. That as far as we can tell with data points showing where trend lines are going for Pokemon cards. Yep. Well, that that creates knowledge between buyer and seller. And when you have that, you have value that is potentially at play. And so uh, we don't have that in the Marvel car space. Uh, the best thing we have is guys are reaching out to you and me, Gingy, because they know that we have some knowledge more than they do. And they're hoping that they can acquire it to then make a good purchase or a good trade. Yeah. And so until the Marvel hobby has, you know, a, a way in which people can acquire that well, um, you know, it's going to be difficult to see these cards like Rittenhouse to, who, you know, might have this information of what, about what makes it special until that's like known to a lot of people it, you're not going to see the real value of those cards yet. Yeah. hundred percent. Great answer. Yeah. Like pancake did a really good job. I think um, with that post using mm -hmm. card ladder. So if some of you may not know, uh, if you are purely Marvel collectors, uh, Card Ladder is like software or a program. I don't know what you want to call it, but it basically tracks the prices of individually uh, sold cards, mm -hmm. uh, normally graded cards. Uh, in the sports card world, it's used a lot. In the Pokemon world, it's used a lot. Um, but yeah, you can get real data and you can see well, trend lines, etc., which is interesting. This is why real estate agents are so vital and important in the real estate injury because they become they're acting on behalf of a buyer or seller with knowledge. Yeah. And that's why that's so important. Because as a buyer or seller, when you're stepping into a market once every seven years, you can't presume to actually know what's going on. You might think you do, but you don't. No. And so uh, well, you don't, we, don't have, we don't have that data readily available beyond just searching sold listings in eBay. Like, like that's, that's that really is. kind of the extent of it in it terms is. of like quick data. Uh, the rest of us are like reaching out saying, hey, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you've had a lot of that <laughs> uh, recently on Instagram, right? <laughs> I only get asked if they're not trying to trade for my card. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was going to say, no way. That's you actually, must... so uh, the, the probably the thing I have the most fun with with EPAC for me is how do I take this many cards and consolidate them to yeah. this many cards? And it, those few cards are the ones that I really want that I think, you know, are going to fit in my collection and are have a lot of value. Yeah. 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 And what, what have you done to consolidate? Like what's been your. Well, you first, you need to understand what other people are chasing. Yeah. Um, in the EPAC achievements for X-Men metal, you can convert. So there's 200 cards in the base set. You have a low and a high, the low in X-Men metal, EPAC is all digital and you can trade 10 of those in for a physical blue parallel. Okay. Some of them look really good in the high series. They're physical cards, but you can collect 10 of those and trade those in for a blue parallel. Yeah. 
Then you can take 10 blue parallels and convert it to a black parallel. And for people who are set collectors and are character chasers and rainbow makers, that was nice. Do that again. Uh, <laughs> rainbow makers, they want, a, they want a blue and a black to go in that rainbow. Right. And, and then, so, so what I did, I was like, you know what, since I'm not that guy, I, I don't need rainbows of everybody or set the full sets. I just have a few of the ones that I want. I'm going to go ahead and get those blues and then I'm going to bow out and then I'm going to know who wants the mass amount of cards and I'm going to overvalue. I'm going to give them more value than they actually give me in return. So I can get a really good card yeah. that, that I'm shipping one home instead of 300 home. Does that make smart. sense? Yes. Yeah, and then that one card, maybe coupled with another paired together can get me one really special card. Yeah. Love it. Great advice for anyone there. Uh, <laughs> look at con to consolidate in uh, recent events. Mm -hmm. um, Retroverse pancake is awesome. Date is good, but the problem is stuff like pokey, Pokemon uh, evolutions blows up for no reason. Yeah, I don't know enough about that, but I think that's a recent release. I want to say. Yeah, let's um, not talk about pancake anymore until he's on the show. He's banned now yeah. until he's on the show. Agreed. Um, <laughs> right. What else we got in here? Pancake. <laughs> I get played in the game. So there's an interesting conversation I saw going on around the blue parallels. Okay. It's, you know, you know what will be the value of these blue parallels moving forward, especially in comparison with uh, the grandiose. So, for, just a refresher, I know most everybody listening knows, but you got your base cards, you have gold parallel, grandiose, you have now the blues, you have pinks, you have the red PMGs, black parallels, green PMGs, FX one of one, and that would make a full rainbow set, right? So with that being the case, um, right now, people are really hyped about the blues as in that they help you get to the blacks, okay? So when you trade in 10 blues, you lose them. EPAC takes them mm. and gives you one black. But those blues are then recycled back in so that other people have a chance to collect blues that they can then turn in to a black. It's one big math equation, right? And it's based on how many digital cards are available, therefore creating the odds of what is possible with blues turning into blacks. Well, eventually people will give up on the black chase, the black parallel chase, and they'll be holding three, Let's four, agree. five, six blues. Yeah. And you'll see them start to trade off and our sell off. Yeah. Especially once EPAC runs out, in my opinion, and sometime after that. And so, when you're when you're opening up X-Men Metal, when you hit a high series grandiose, it actually flashes red. You saw how that gold wolverine was flashing red? Yeah. That means you have a greater than a box hit, one in 12 packs, greater odds than one in 12. Follow me? Yep. And so the high series grandiose, there's a conversation going on that those will actually be more valuable and desirable than the blues down the road. And the more I think about it, the more I agree. That makes complete sense to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Love it. Um, David says, I can see why others would disagree, but I like that they made the base digital. 
helps keep the physical desirable. Good, man. David, you're spot on. Agreed. Spot on. So um, if they were physical cards, it probably would uh, deter people from opening more. You know, because you don't want to hold physical cards like at that at that level. Could you imagine having like ten of a hundred? <laughs> so, so no, and that's just to get one blue for each. So then you multiply that times ten for each. It just gets nuts, right? So the the digital creates kind of an easy. You're like you're not losing anything. You're actually accomplishing something. And um, immediately, as soon as X Men Metal uh, released, and it was like really obvious that there would not be physical cards for the first 100 base the the base cards that i have for sale on ebay sold instantly because we know only half of that product is gonna is you know quote available you know yeah that's crazy isn't it what a perfect example and how Mm -hmm. how uh, how do you see like in the future Mm -hmm. obviously epac's crazy like hot popular what um in terms of physical and digital, I I personally like both, more mm-hmm. so physical. But do you think there may be a time when digital overtakes physical, or is it going to be a case of both always in your eyes? Mm. Interesting. Um, I think uh, obviously digital, and anyone saying digital doesn't have a future is out of their mind. Okay. Um, the the physical, like, it's just still really special to be able to grab it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and hold it. And um, and I don't think that'll ever go away. Uh, but but you will see digital have more and more and more of a space. And if if I wasn't operating on three hours sleep, and I would look up, the, the, there's a Marvel lab for trading <laughs> cards that are digital that Tops has. Yes, there is, yeah. Have you have you been on it at all? Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got it, yeah. I've got yeah, some cards. Yeah. Um, that's actually where probably younger people, I am getting older, have a child that's an adult, so I, I'm old now. But there are people who, younger people who are on that space and, and, and messing around with that. And there's all these kinds of achievements and they have numbered digitals and, you know, like you've got to do and accomplish. And so it's more of a game built around it. Um, and you couple that with just how NFTs are making it, making digital feel more real and valuable. Um, It definitely has a space. I just, I just wonder what the application is going to be. Like what you're going to be able to do with it. Um, That's going to be interesting. That's exactly it. Like the NFT bit for me is a big thing. I've, uh, I follow that. It's not space, but I follow some of the projects that are happening. So I want to see what happens. Does, does upper deck release, nfts you well, do you know what i mean like, it could happen the thing that I, I really struggle with with nfts at the moment is you I mean, we've seen it on this little we have just these the tiniest of podcasts right <laughs> like yeah. we're we're not <laughs> not a big deal okay you know uh very thankful for everybody in the community but we're we're, we're talking to 300 people at a time basically every week and but we we can say something and we we've seen immediately the result of what happens on eBay or what happens in people's purchasing. And it's we're not intentional by it. We're just having we're just enjoying cards. We're just yeah. talking about it. Uh, but when you have like real, real hype men, like professional hype men who have a financial 
and uh, benefit based on the hype that they drive around a digital product, that makes me really nervous. Um, and, I, you know, I just don't know, you know, what the, how that's going to play out long term. Um, so I'd be really careful with NFTs. Uh, I think licensed NFTs are the way to go. Yeah. Unlicensed uh, make me nervous. The only NFTs I bought were the first Spider-Man release licensed by Marvel. I grabbed two of them. Makes sense. I'll just hold them. They, I think I, I'm thinking like $250 in. If I lose, I did it thinking I'll never see the 250 again. Yeah. If I yeah. do, great. If I don't, great. Like I just, you know, it's the first license NFT for Marvel and it's Spider-Man. So made more just, sense to be a part of it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I like what you said. Like I agree with that aspect is is a bit of a scary one. Mm-hmm. But I think like in the future when when and again i don't know how long this will be but (laughs) when you buy a card or a case you then get and this is completely me making stuff up now but from upper deck for example you get a case you buy a case physical case and then you get a nft token which then uh, means you're like a gold member or like a gold token that which then means you are You know, you'll be free to not free, but you'll be available to get an achievement box or a card or a set that only the gold um, NFT members. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. So let me share that your, kind of share, vibe. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna share a story where that kind of stuff is already happening. We're just not calling it NFTs. Yeah. So, uh, ooh, I have to be real careful what I share because part of this is a surprise. So. I'm going to be really vague. It was going to be very specific, but I have to, I can't ruin the surprise, but basically we got an exclusive access to something that literally everybody wants. And we got it early because of being a very special visa card holder. That, that visa is like what you're talking about with an NFT one day. Right. Yep. And so uh, it, it, it gained us access. It set us apart to get to something before everybody else. And so, yeah, NFTs are going to be a way to mark people in the future digitally yeah. in terms of some class. And you're going to see that like transparency. So you're going to see <laughs> that you're, you're holding that eventually. Which yeah. Is crazy. Yeah. So you're going to want to be the first, you want to get in, you want to be the best yeah. and they'll, they'll slap an NFT in the blockchain to create security, to show that you're, you're the owner of that. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Adam says, as this hobby continues to grow at this speed, I think Spider-Man Metal E-Pack will be crazier than <laughs> uh, this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be crazy times. Yeah, so that is the next shift for me. I've got my boxes locked up, I, I, you know, as long as it gets shipped, you know, you know, we'll see how, what happens there. Because um, some of them I bought from Australia. But, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna to be interesting because Premiere may come out before Spider-Man yeah. metal. That's interesting, isn't it? So I got to be really careful with the dollars at that point. That's just something I've, I'll have to think through personally, not for not y'all's problem. But my point is, is uh, X-Men metal, Spider-Man metal is going to hit hard physical. Um, it's going to be during an interesting period of time. So I've been given some thought to this. You look at when the peak of cards were for 2021. We're talking February. And yes, COVID had, you know, been at play, but what was really at play in February is we were like all iced in, in the States. Yeah. I mean, it was cold. 
like really, really cold. You couldn't yeah. go anywhere and only do anything coupled with COVID. And then you also had, you know, tax season, refund season, and you're past the holidays and people were, people were buying Marvel cards and people were buying other, you know, collectibles. Um, so I think that, I think we're going to see a dip uh, and we should. Right. And then, yep. then you'll, you'll see that start climbing out in January again in February and people are at home and all they're doing is watching these videos and following people and they're opening up product, whatever, what have you. I mean, Spider-Man is coming out when it is for a reason, right? There's a reason why it's coming out in December, late December, possibly January. Uh, and so I think we're going to see like another peak in February again. And, you know, obviously there's global events, economic events that could change that, but you know, assuming things stay on course. Um, if you have product now that you want to sell, uh, I probably would prepare to do it during that time frame and yeah. accumulate the funds that you need to attack the rest of the trading card year for 2022. And there's going to be some uh, big stuff coming out potentially next year, for sure. 100%. Uh, love it. Right, what else we got here? Well, we're good. We're good. Um I think that about wraps it up. I don't know if you've got anything further to add. <laughs> you spoke most of the episode. <laughs> it's always good to be with you, Gingy, man. Uh, you, mate. I, I love it. I talking about this hobby. Um, yeah. Hey, just make sure you're staying in your place of joy. Make sure you're staying in your place in, inside your budget. Uh, yeah. if you got a, if you got a spouse, make sure she knows what you're doing. He knows what you're doing. That way, um, you know, you're walking in the light and you're, you're creating some safety around what you're doing in the hobby. Uh, enjoy yeah, it. Right. Stay connected. Communicate. Uh, have fun. It's, it's good. Yeah, hundred percent. Great advice. I couldn't. I, I can't add anything else to that. That's great. Well, yeah, we appreciate you all dropping on on this uh, Sunday evening or afternoon, wherever you may be in the world. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, uh, just real quick, uh, shameless plug. Uh, Spidey Geo Nine YouTube channel. I opened up the Brazil Brazilian Panini cards. Uh, I put that video together last night, going to be uploading it uh, probably sometime later today. Uh, nice. You might want to check it out. A lot of fun. Great art by Alex Ross. Yeah, that's crazy, it's, isn't it? It's good stuff. Great stuff. Perfect. Well, thanks, Spidey. And uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you on the next one. Over to you. Hey, guys. Have a marvelous day. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>